Hey there, fellow travelers of the Junlin Wastes. Mark back here again for the TJW podcast, the Traveling the Junlin Waste podcast for November 10th, 2022. It is an Andor Thursday. Yeah, I know I've done Andor Wednesday before, but uh, I think Andor Thursday is starting to pick up a little bit of speed. Uh, It's good to be able to do these Andor Thursdays, especially after watching the uh, Andor episodes and being able to break it down a little bit here at this uh, coffee break or lunch break. Uh, Dan's not here this this week to to add his uh, add his thoughts. Uh, He was a little bit busy, but I thought I would try my on my own here to see if I could break down this episode in this very, you know, very short lunch coffee break that we usually do here. So let's get into it. The name of the episode is One Way Out, and it really seems that there really was only one way out and one way that this was all going to end for everybody on that prison. Uh, It starts off with Olaf being wheeled out. You know, he had the stroke last week and he doesn't survive. And uh, he's being wheeled out, or I should say, he's he's putting on the, he's putting on that that platform on the repulsor field because this is Star Wars. And as being as he's being taken out, Cassian tells Kino, he says, "They need to escape now. We have to do this right now. The next shift, we can't wait for any more because the longer they wait, it's just going to get more difficult." And he has the plan all set up. He is ready to go, and that. He basically needs Kino also so that because he is the foreman basically of this workforce and they have got to be able to have at least one workforce be able to work together to overthrow the guards and be able hopefully to take over so that they can get some word to the other floors and the other cells that that they're, they're staging an escape. So uh, it was really, you know, Kino finally agrees to this. He finally agrees, even though he is very hesitant at first. Um, he sees that he only has, like, you know, he's he's down to the hundreds on his on the days that he is left on his sentence, but he's realizing now that there really is no escape. And that was the whole reason why, you know, that one prisoner was taken from one floor to the other floor, and somebody found out about that, and so the Imperials just fried the entire floor. Uh, really chilling. Still thinking about how chilling that must have been to just get rid of an entire floor of prisoners that way. Um, but regardless, uh, all this stuff is, you know, there's something about a prison escape that I think draws people uh, in, especially when we're talking about um, movies and, and television where you've seen, gosh, the, the, the idea of the prison escape has all has been done, you know, a number of times. Uh, one movie that comes to mind very quickly is uh, Shawshank Redemption, where we see Andy Dufresne, you know, at the end of the movie when he finally gets out and he finally escapes, and that he's all the all the you know small pieces that he's put into place during that entire movie to set up for this final escape, uh, and then he ends up you know comes out of that 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 pipe with with it, with the rain falling down all over him, and he's able to collect all the money, and he's able to finally get his way down to Mexico where he can live happily ever after um, I, I felt a little bit like that like this is this is what Cassian was was doing here um, especially when you see them like you know hiding all the equipment you know you see Andor quickly going in and going to that panel where he's trying to cut open the uh, the, the water pipe sort of remind me back like I said to Shawshank Redemption where you learn at the at, towards the end of the movie that the way Andy was able to finally escape was by little by little by little of making a hole in his wall and, and covering it over with a poster uh, Andor does the same thing he leaves the tool inside that that wall he covers up the wall again with his uh his quick you know hit of the panel and 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 keeps going back and forth like over the last couple episodes trying to cut that pipe open 
Um, it also reminded me a little bit about another uh, another prison escape that took place in this movie called Exodus with Paul Newman that uh, was made in 1960, uh, an escape from Akko Prison. And uh, in that, you see how a lot of uh, they, you know, a lot of inside men are inside the prison, and they've snuck in, you know, small bits of dynamite and and explosives into the into the prison so that they're able to blow themselves, blow the walls, and escape out of it in a very precision-like way. Um, those are just two two movies that that came to mind, but there are dozens of other movies that have done like a prison escape. Um, but it still leaves, I think, the person who's watching it. You know, who's gonna live? Who's gonna die? How do, do they get out? Do they make it? Who will make it? it does, does 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 this? Is there victory at the end of this, or is this like a hollow victory? Um, very interesting. Uh, other things that, that that were coming to mind as well too. Um, we also see. We'll go back to that prison escape. In, in, in just a moment, but um, other things I'm trying to go in, in the way that the, the show was 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 being paced. But uh, we see that uh, Mon Mothma finally meets this uh, Davos Scullin, who she calls a thug. You know, in the last episode, she's like, her friend is trying to help her out by finding somebody who can launder all this money into this into this account to assist the rebels, but she is very very uncomfortable with this Davos uh, Skulden who's going to who can do it for her. They're, she he's from their, their her home planet, but she just doesn't like him. She is not happy with his reputation, and I think she feels that he is really really too. I guess too much of a scoundrel for her to to be able to to uh, make a deal with him. At first, it seems like he's willing to do it. He understands. He's like, you know, it's your money. You know, why should anybody, including the Empire, have anything to do with it? I'll be happy to try to do what I can to uh, to hide it in 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 the ways that I know how to do it. And uh, she says, I, I I will pay for your services. But he's like, no, this is this will be on the house. Oh, ask a favor. And she insists that she doesn't want to be indebted to him. Uh, but what he does want, he wants to be able to have. A, uh, a traditional match made for his son. So, you know, they're both um, from the same planet of Tradilia. Uh, I think it's Chadrilia, Ch Ch and uh, or Chadrilia, and he wants to be able to match his son, who's I think around 14, 15 years old, with uh, Mon's daughter, who's also 15 or 14, 15 years old as well too, as as is part of their tradition. And she just downright, you know, outright says, no, that is not going to happen. And he can't understand why. He, I think he, he, I think he wants to bring up his, his family a little bit to be able to have the connections that Mon has with it, to be able to sort of like uh, sanitize his, his reputation probably uh, amongst the galaxy, who knows him as a, as a bit of a scoundrel and as a bit of a, you know, uh, He's not he's not exactly the cleanest guy on the planet, uh, from 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 a business perspective. But it ends that she doesn't make the deal with him, and she's still left in the same position where she still needs to be able to figure out a way how to be able to transfer her funds and launder these funds to get to the rebels, and we're still left with that. And that's where the story ends with the, with her story this week. But um, as we see, getting back to the prison break, you know, Andor does eventually able to break open that water pipe which sends all the water to the floor, which uh, somehow is able to short-circuit it, especially when the when the Imperials turn back on the floor to make it hot. 
because they see that there is uh, they stage a fake fight in the in the floor there and they're about to just fry everybody there you know the prisoners jump up on the table so they're not touching the floor and when the floor turns on the water that has leaked from this pipe uh, has short-circuited the floor making it able for them to stand on the floor and now that they have all their 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 you know pipes and wrenches and bits of metallic uh you know you know you know parts they start wailing on the imperials uh they start throwing at them they start whacking them with it somehow they're able to climb up that that uh, that lift to get to the control control room uh andor's able to manage to grab a blaster from uh, one of the uh one of the guards and then basically all hell breaks loose on on the station there they're able to overtake uh, the Imperial forces, which seems to be a very small amount of Imperials. They were talking about on the show. They're like, there are more prisoners here than there are Imperials. And the way that they're able to keep control us is through this floor, this floor, you know, uh, discipline unit, I guess you would call it. Uh, but they managed to escape and they get to the control room where they finally shut down everything. Uh, and we're told that they can't really turn anything back on. There's a backup system that that's at work, but they just cannot turn everything back on again because of because of the automatic shutdown. So the floors are are now what they call the floors are cold. So now they have to be able to you know tell everyone on on the station there or on the base or on this in this prison camp that they can now escape. And so what happens is is Kino gets onto the uh, onto the comm. And basically says every, he gives a very impassioned speech at the end, which basically pulls everybody together by saying, "Now is our time. Keep going, keep going, keep going, and and get yourselves out of this prison." And and the mantra that that he starts saying is, "There's only one way out." And all of a sudden, all the prisoners start saying, "One way out, one way out, one way out," and they end up getting to the top of the uh, prison where we see that the only way out of this place is to basically jump off there and into the water. Um, another chilling moment, you know, uh, there, there have been moments in, 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 in the not too, you know, distant history that uh, we've seen people jumping off of very high places to escape, even though they know that, they're that, that more than likely they're not gonna survive making the jump but they're going to do it anyway because there is no other choice and they have to do this. So Kino gets the edge and he tells he tells Cassian that he doesn't know how to swim, that he can't jump. And we're left there seeing Cassian jump and with all the others who are jumping and Kino is just left there. It's 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 almost like, you know, he's Kino's this leader who has led them up to this point and he has to live with the idea of knowing that while the other, while these people are going to be free, partially because of what he did, he isn't going to be free, or at least we don't know what's going to happen to him. Maybe he shows up next week, but I got a feeling that he is not surviving this situation. In fact, I don't think a lot of them survived after jumping off of that, uh, over the wall there, into the water. Um, at the end of the episode, we see, you know, God, it was a brutal battle, too, that they were showing, you know, some, some of the, obviously, some of the prisoners did not survive, even to get to the top of that base to jump off. Uh, a lot of Imperials, Imperials who were on the base were also shot or died or were hiding in closets. Uh, but they were also, we were saying as well, too, that at the end of the episode, I'm jumping up ahead of hair just to keep it all, you know, one, one section here. But uh, we, all we see is, like, Andor and one other guy who's escaped, and they're running on the beach. They finally made it to land, and they finally escaped. They're on that beach. Uh, I don't see anyone else. I mean, you're talking about thousands of, of, 
prisoners on this on this in this in this prison, and the only ones we're seeing is Andor and this other fella. Um, is it Milchi who is who's with him? I didn't get a good good look, but I will have to go back and check it again to see if I can see who it is. Um, that's the prison aspect of this story. Also, Luthen, we find out we find out that he has an inside man in the ISB, uh, Lonnie, who has been. Uh, his inside guy getting him like the uh helping him uh with information and imperial equipment but uh you know Deidre in her investigation is getting closer and closer and closer to finding out really what is going on here and you can imagine how Lonnie must be feeling at this time he's he's this inside guy he is you know he fears that Deidre is getting closer to discovering really what's going on here in the ISB and the work that he's been doing as, as an inside rebel, you know, to, to Luthen. Lonnie tries to ask him, he says he, he wants to get out of this, like he's had enough, but Luthen does, is, is not going to have anything to do with that. He basically, and he even dangles the information that Lonnie has a daughter. Uh, it's chilling. I keep using that word chilling, but it's chilling to know what what the what's Luthen gonna do would do with that information uh, if if Lonnie hadn't agreed <laughs> to continue working for him and continue being the inside man for him there. Uh, Lonnie tries to say to him, "I've given up so much for you, eight years almost, or six or eight years." You know, he wants out, but. Luthen says, I've given up everything. Like he, he talks, he gives this very impassioned, I've given up friends and family, my soul, my, my, the, even the knowledge of knowing that I probably will not live to ever see a free world, that I am probably going to die doing everything I can to try to free society from the Empire. But he's, he, he tries to justify what he's doing in and, and, and keeping Lonnie as part of this operation by saying that he has given up everything. You think you've given up anything? I've given it all away. And I can't, and, and, and no, we're not stopping here. We are way too deep into this, and we're still going to keep going with this. So uh, that's where we're standing with, with, with Luthen. Um, so that was the episode. Um, I thought it was an interesting episode. I was really glad to finally see that this prison you know, arc is, is done. I will say that... Um, a lot of people online have been saying that, uh, at least for my Facebook, and that's, I mean, who, <laughs> take that as what you will, um, that they really enjoyed this episode, that, that they're saying some of this is some of the best Star Wars I've seen, this is, this is such a good story. Um, I'm not saying it's not a good story. I'm not saying it's not a good story, but I will say that I am glad that the prison arc of this, <laughs> of this story is done. Um, I felt it went a little bit too long. I, I, was, I was chatting a little bit with Dan, and he also felt that this was probably had taken up quite a number of episodes now maybe that was the point of it that you were supposed to like feel that andor and 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 his his fellow prisoners were there for a long long time um but it, it certainly felt that way while watching this show over the last couple of a couple of weeks um but where do we go from now what happens with uh, andor now now that he is there's only two three episodes left of this series at least for season one we know there's going to be a season two but where do we go from here um i'm wondering where how's andor going to find his way off off this off this planet and back to to where he's supposed to be whether it's going back to ferex whether it's going to be helping out uh bix and 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 his and his stepmother um all these things uh, are, are still weighing on my mind of, of what's going to happen. 
I'm enjoying the series, but at the same time, I, I, I mean, as everybody knows, uh, you know, it's, um, I, I do like having the Star Wars shows where you do feel that you have that Star Wars universe in you. Yes, we did have Imperial officers and we did see a couple stormtroopers and we did see a little bit of this battle with, with, but I, I feel at the same time that, um, it, it it doesn't feel such Star Wars to me as 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 other series have done, as as Obi Wan and Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Uh, but it, 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 I'm still obviously I'm sticking out this story. It is Star Wars. At, 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 when all is said and done, it is Star Wars. Uh, and I'm glad everybody who is enjoying it. I am thrilled that everybody is is is, is enjoying um, Star Wars out there. Who are who are, those who are watching this show? Uh, I just feel that I, for myself. Um, um, I'm interested in seeing what what the next uh, series is going to be. I'm interested in seeing, obviously, how how this how this season ends, how this how this season first season ends here. But uh, at the same time, um, I I really would like to see. I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, some of the other series coming back, such as Bad Batch and Mandalorian, who I which we know is going to be coming at the beginning of the new year. Uh, Ahsoka is on on docket as well too. I believe that's going to happen sometime next year as well too. Um, but that's but that's me. But that's me. Uh, what do you think? Let us know here on the uh, the traveling gentleman waste. How do you feel about the Andor series so far? Are you enjoying it? Are you feeling a little bit more like me, or are you really just saying like this is good Star Wars that I am enjoying and I want to tell you why? Uh, send us a message here at the Facebook page for the Traveling Gentleman Waste podcast. Um, one other thing I was going to mention because you know why not. Uh, it, I have <laughs> been telling you over the last couple episodes how I have been really enjoying, uh, you know, looking over those those new Star Wars Black Series six-inch figures. Um, I saw one actually that I might actually pull the trigger on uh, maybe this weekend. Uh, I had mentioned I think earlier this week that uh, you know my son was able to get from uh, Corey Jones at Rhode Island Comic Con the Crescented figure. You know, signed by him, which is really nice. And like I said, it came in that nice packaging that has with the box and the comic cover and the nice art on it. Uh, I think I'm going to uh, possibly pull the trigger on the Princess Leia comic cover one that uh, is out right now as well. I notice it is on sale. Uh, if you go online, I think Best Buy has the best price for it right now. So I think I might be putting my order in for that and picking it up next week. But who knows? Uh, and as well, too, I wanted to mention as well, too, that uh, I did see on the Hero Fight Art uh, Facebook page that it looks like we might be actually having a free print Friday tomorrow. So be sure to check out the Hero Fight Art Facebook page to check that out. And uh, that's pretty much it for today's episode. I hope everybody is having a wonderful, wonderful day here uh, in southeastern New England. The sun is out. It's beautiful outside. Uh, we're getting some rain later on over the weekend, but uh, it shouldn't uh, prevent me from uh, raking up my leaves uh, this coming Sunday. So <laughs> I hope uh, everybody is enjoying their autumn and getting ready for, you know, enjoying getting ready for the soon-to-be uh, holiday season. And uh, that's all. Have a great day, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.